Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. A while back, I did an episode on the most popular streaming video services. This week, I'll be covering the most popular streaming music services. From Spotify to Beats Music, we'll explore the ins and outs of some of the best ways to indulge in your favorite music, without overloading your device's storage capacity. Streaming music is the latest incarnation of how digital music is consumed. Music streaming services offer enormous music libraries to be instantaneously streamed to your device by sending small packets across an internet connection to be buffered and played by your device. This essentially eliminates the need to own and store large audio files, which cuts down on the storage capacity needed on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. It makes sense that streaming music has become so popular in the past few years. In order to keep up with growing music collections, phones and other MP3 players' storage capacities were required to get larger and larger. As streaming technology developed, it seemed pretty ridiculous to continue to increase the storage when this data could just be streamed to a device. There is a ton of streaming music services out there. Today, I've compiled a list of the most popular ones, their features, prices, and collections. The goal is to give you all of the information you need in one spot and let you decide which of these services is right for your needs. If by chance I've left one out that you happen to love, please feel free to post it on the Tech Talker Facebook page, and I'll be sure to take a look at it. All right, first up is Spotify. I really like Spotify for a number of reasons. First, they have an app for pretty much every operating system and mobile device. They also have a web player if you don't want to install anything. Spotify is free if you want to enter advertisements, and if you don't, its paid version, it just costs $10 per month. One feature that I love about Spotify is that you can save playlists and take them offline. For example, say I was going on a backpacking trip and had no mobile or Wi-Fi service. I could download a handful of selected playlists, up to 3,000 songs, to my phone and listen to them without an internet connection. Unfortunately, these playlists aren't permanent. Your phone will only store them for 30 days. However, for the average person, this is more than sufficient. This is a pretty handy option that many streaming services lack. This feature also greatly reduces data usage if you're concerned with how much data streaming music takes up, assuming you're not connected to Wi-Fi. While I was researching Spotify, I found that they have a huge library of over 30 million songs. Personally, this doesn't mean a whole lot. Of those 30 million songs, I will probably only listen to a few hundred. So as long as they have the ones I'm looking for, I'm satisfied. Spotify's music also comes in at 320 kilobits per second, or kbps. Kilobytes per second, or kbps, measures how much data per second each song contains. Generally, the higher the kbps, the higher the quality of the data. In music streaming, 320 kilobytes is seen as an extremely high quality. Personally, I can't distinguish it from 192 kilobytes, which is another popular data rate for music. Some people claim that the difference is dramatic, but if you're listening with standard headphones, I don't think it matters that much. Alright, the next service that I want to talk about is Google Play Music. It has a very similar feature set to Spotify, with the same price tag of $10 per month, offline listening, and a streaming quality of 320 kilobytes per second. It also boasts a huge library of about 30 million songs. Okay, so more importantly, let's talk about the features that make Google Play Music stand out. One feature that I really like is that it will mirror your iTunes library. Simply upload your iTunes library to Google Play Music and it will create a library with the same songs and playlists that you had with iTunes, but all available to stream. Talk about a storage saver. Back in the day, I had a pretty large music collection of about 10 gigabytes. All of it was organized in a playlist where I could easily find it. 
Google Play Music allowed me to preserve all of my songs and organization and save storage space with this handy feature. What's even better, and the reason that I personally use Google Play Music, is that if Google doesn't have a particular song available for me to stream, say I uploaded some really bizarre song, I can upload that song from my own collection and stream it just the same. I have a bunch of really random songs that aren't on any streaming service. With Google, I can upload them all and listen to them as if they were a part of their music library. Keep in mind, music you upload only stays in your library and won't get shared out. Next up is Pandora. Although it has far fewer features and usability, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Pandora. Pandora is more of a streaming radio station because you can select an album or song you want to listen to specifically. Rather, Pandora works by creating stations, which it tries to cater to your liking by monitoring which songs you like and which ones you don't. It's pretty good if you don't have anything specific in mind and you like listening to the radio. It's also cheaper than most other streaming services at just $5 per month. The sound quality is at 192 kilobytes per second, and even though I searched everywhere, I couldn't find how many songs Pandora had in its library. Although that doesn't really matter because you can't find and play specific songs on demand anyways. Really, Pandora's main feature is that it is available on just about every device. Next up is RDO, spelled R-D-I-O. RDO is another popular streaming service with a similar feature set to Spotify and Google Play Music. Their sound comes in at 192 kilobytes per second, and they have a library of over 25 million songs, and you can listen to it offline and for free. The free version has ads and only allows you to listen to specific stations, kind of like an offline Pandora. However, if you're willing to upgrade for just $10 a month, you'll have full access to ad-free songs, albums, and playlists. I specifically mention RDO because they have a student discount that reduces the cost to just $5 per month. You'll have to verify that you're in school, but it seems way worth it for the price. Alright, last but not least is Beats Music. What makes this service notable is that Apple recently purchased it for $3 billion. That's a billion with a B. The price and features are comparable to other services, $10 per month or $100 per year. You can listen to it offline and you have 20 million songs to choose from. I foresee this service gaining more traction in the years to come as Apple integrates it into many of its devices. So did you know that many of the Quick and Dirty Tips hosts are best-selling authors? Check out the whole selection of books, apps, events, and gear at the Quick and Dirty Tips store, which is quickanddirtytips.com store. That's quickanddirtytips.com store. Well, that's all for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at quickanddirtytips.com slash techtalker. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or make a suggestion for a future episode, email me at techtalker at quickanddirtytips.com. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep the technology simple. 